the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On the heels of Christmas, you might have spent a little bit of money. You spent more than last year, I bet, because the price for just about everything is up across the board. Uh, But you can turn your small savings into impressive fortunes, even in this economy, even in this world, with the Alpha Beta Report. Expertly guided by certified pros who have actually transformed modest sums into vast treasures. They don't hypothesize. They've done it. And you can dive into investing, trading, and more. You'll get a ton of education. But the first step is to visit alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. You'll learn to amplify your financial growth starting today. So thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for their support of the Ohio Press Network. All right, back to the phone line here. I'm joined by State Representative Gary Click. And before we went to break, he hit on a couple of key points. Uh, DeWine's really making the the tour of hospitals and talking with lawmakers and and trying to gather some key information. And uh, Representative Click said, you know, he had six months to do the digging. DeWine has about 10 days. And just as a reminder, if DeWine doesn't do anything, this does become law after 10 days. Um, You confronted the suicide myth, and that is if we don't lop off body parts and pump kids with drugs, then they're going to commit suicide. The reality is when you do that, They're 19 times more suicidal. And in fact, liberal places like Sweden, who lifted the moratorium on this kind of stuff 30 years ago, pumped the brakes on this last year. And I've spent time actually with the more or most liberal people in the world, moms who are either trans or gay or to the left of of Bernie Sanders. And you know what, Representative? They're perturbed that we're doing this. They are irate. And you said that there are even some lawmakers on the Democratic side of the aisle in the state house who probably aren't going to vote for it, but they're they're in agreement with you too. Correct. No, that's absolutely one hundred percent correct. In fact, you know, of course, we we had a lot of conservatives who were willing to come give testimony on the bill, but we had so many liberals who were ready to do it that I, I decided to go that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've had people who are gay and who are lesbian who testified in favor of the bill. Uh, we had people who are trans who've testified testified in favor of the bill. They said this is an adult decision, not one for children. And uh, we've had uh, liberal Democrats, like you say. Uh, and, of course, we, you spoke to Jamie Reed. I've spoken to her personally uh, on this bill. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get her here to testify uh, during that time. Uh, I didn't make that connection until later. But Jamie is left of Bernie Sanders, and, and many of them are. You know, our first test, our first very first person to testify Two years ago was uh, Aaron Brewer, and she was a delegate for Bernie Sanders uh, mm-hmm. when he ran for president. And that was our first witness on the bill. Wow. And so the 
the liberals agree with us on this for the most part. There's some who don't, obviously some extremists. And there's a very small minority of Republicans that would disagree with us, uh, but not many. But it's just common sense. And if we look at that suicide myth, you know, they, the hospitals, uh, by their own testimony, only started in 2014. Where were all the trans suicides before 2014? Right. They did not exist. That's right. Um, that's fake news. Yeah, and the biggest purveyor of fake news out there, in my opinion, is the Trevor Project, which a lot of people mistake yeah. as some sort of outlet for unbiased information, when in reality, it's a propaganda pusher for the trans movement funded by and, – and that's the other piece, State Representative. I want to ask you this question. We've dug in and done some research. There are some incredible investigative journalists, uh, Cheryl Ack- Atkinson comes to mind, who've done a lot of the digging and, and legwork on this. And what they've discovered is that companies like Pfizer, other drug companies uh, – uh, PHRMA Pharma, which is a you know drug industry lobbying group. These are the groups that are funding this movement. And guess what? They're the groups that are profiting when our kids have to take chemical castration drugs or HIV drugs if they're involved in an active sexual lifestyle that produces HIV. And 40% of people involved in a sexual trans lifestyle do. 60% if you're black. Is the governor flush with this information? Does he understand that the medical industrial complex wants this to happen because it is a client for life revenue stream for them? Well, I think one of the things that's very important is I've spoken to people like Scott Nugent, you know, and I don't know if you know Scott or not. Scott is Scott gets pretty loud about this. And and Scott was an adult when she transitioned. Scott's really Kelly was Kelly and transitioned at the age of forty two. But now still has to take hormones because once you have uh, these surgeries, you are a patient for life. Even if you detransition, you have to have the hormones because your body requires either male or female hormones. Mm-hmm. And you have to have one or the other to be healthy. And so they, even if they detransition, they still have to take, uh, be a patient for life uh, in all of this care. Some of the detransitioners that I've talked to still have you know, medical complications for the, from the double mastectomies that are going on. They have uh, just seeping and drainage and infections and all of these things that are going on because they've done unnatural things, uh, unscientifically proven things to their bodies that are harmful to them. Uh, osteoporosis, osteopenia, uh, increased risk of cardiovascular disease, bone thinning, all of these things that have no sexual implications are still part of the problem that they have after they do this, uh, but they are minimized ahead of time. And that's why we say, you know, adults, okay, you can, you, you look at the information, make your own choice. Right. Kids cannot understand its consequences, Jack. No. And that's why we have to say no for minors. Minors cannot consent to these dangerous procedures. All right. So let's assume that uh, Mike DeWine makes a mistake. And he comes out and okay. says, uh, all right, I, t- I talked to the hospital. I can't do a DeWine impression. Sorry. Uh, he comes out and says, "I, you know, he he talked to the hospitals and, you know, he just sees and, and, and understands families have this, you know, need for kids in the most extreme circumstances, which, by the way, was the poison pill I think was going to get put in the bill that didn't, was that in extreme circumstances that these things can happen. But I don't want to go down that road. But let's say he vetoes the bill. Let's, that's a long way around the barn to ask you this. Are there enough votes to veto override, given the fact that DeWine's been in politics for, you know, as long as I've been alive, 
and certainly has power over people in, in the state house. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, we had a super majority, um, uh, both, you know, when it passed, it was 64 to 28, when it passed concurrence, it was 61 to 28, but we were actually missing some people who were, you know, not present on that day. So I, I feel confident that we have the votes for an override. Uh, and I think just to be frank, even politically speaking, as we come up on our primaries, it's kind of a, a negative thing for to vote against this mm-hmm. uh, for people in the legislature. They they don't want to be against such common sense legislation that is supported by the majority of people. And so I, I think they're going to feel the pressure from the constituents to override. But I, again, I'm very hopeful uh, that we don't get to that place. I, I think the, the governor is going to do the right thing. If he does the wrong thing, I think we have the support to override. But but I'm just trusting that we can get this done before you know the new year begins, um, and start the new year protecting women and children. We'll be the 23rd state that will verify that children have a right to grow up intact, and the 25th state to say that uh, women deserve to be protected in women's sports. They can't smoke weed. They can't drink beer or bourbon. They can't buy cigarettes. They can't get tattoos. Uh, heck, they can't even take a Tylenol at school without parents saying, uh, yeah, you can do that. It's insane to me that we would allow mm-hmm. a child who is not fully developed and probably suffering from other things, whether it be depression, anxiety, um, autism, as you mentioned, other comorbidities, that we would allow such extreme and abusive things to happen. I hope that you're right. Um, so I want to thank you for coming on today. If you hear anything. If the governor calls a press conference um, or you get a glimpse, can you send me a text so we can let our, our listeners know yeah, right away? Yeah, you, you bet. I'll, I'll keep you at the top of the list, Jack. All right. State Representative Gary Click, uh, God bless you. Thank you for all your hard work, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, God bless you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, and uh, we've got more on the other side of the break, so stay tuned. Hey, welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Quick shout out to my wife, Whitney, and our kiddos, um, Addison Jean, happy belated birthday. Uh, Brody, happy belated birthday. And then Eva Grace, happy belated birthday. They've all had birthdays over the past few months, and uh, they are on their way to Columbus right now listening. So thank you for listening, and I uh, love you guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and thank you to our friends at the Freedom Foundation. The Freedom Foundation... They have been freeing government workers from union bondage. How do they do that? By making workers aware that the Supreme Court said five years ago, you don't have to join a union to get a government job. If you have a government job, you don't have to be in the union to keep it. And if you don't want to be in the union, you certainly don't have to pay union dues. Now, that's going to save you about $1,000 a year when you stop paying the union. The other thing it's going to do, it's going to cut off the head of the beast. Unions fund the progressive movement. And Democrats, and I would say Democrats in both parties, Democrats and rhinos. I mean, there are there are members of Ohio State House, uh, Bill Seitz, looking at you, who uh, are you know on the come with uh, these unions. They get money, and they unions they want a return on those investments. So what do they do? They pressure these politicians into making 
uh, decisions and casting votes for outlandish schemes. And so the Freedom Foundation helps free you from union bondage. How do they do that? Go to optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. And when you are there, you can see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of the union, save your money, and save the country. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your continued support of the Ohio Press Network. Okay. So started the first segment by talking about the elites, the elitists, and uh, the experts. Now, that's an important understanding to have because the elitists are infiltrating every area of our lives, our government, our press, and even our communities. And these are the people who just know better. They believe that the ends justify the means. These are people who don't understand history and believe that a planned economy, I don't know, like the former Soviet Union or I don't know, like China, works. It doesn't. So in order to get there, they'll even be dishonest. When you're trying to have an honest conversation, when you're being logical, they're going to be emotional and they're going to just tell you that it's the right thing. I mean, these are like the parents who are just like, because I said so. And in the face of facts, they're going to tell you fictional stories or, you know, these anecdotal situations where, you know, we were talking to Jamie Reed last week, by the way, this is the lady who is to the left of Bernie Sanders, who is married to a trans man and who is engaged in a gay lifestyle, who said, um, first of all, we can't allow minors to be pumped with drugs and to lop off body parts. That's heinous. But she said there are going to be outliers. There are going to be people who say, well, you know, my kid did get better. But by and large... That's not the case. Kids are going to be 19 times more suicidal if they take these drugs and get these surgeries. It's a fact. But they don't want you to know that information. So they're going to give you the emotional drivel, right? Like, but how can you deny gender-affirming care for these innocent kids? And listen, I'm not making fun of the children. I love people. I love them enough that I want to provide the proper solutions to their ailments, not solutions that are going to benefit clinics and hospitals and drug companies. That's what gender affirming care does. It takes kids who are vulnerable and turns them into profit machines for the medical industrial complex. Make no, make no mistake about it. That is a fact. So, it's important that you understand that these elites, you know, they show up in, in, in issues like this. They're going to start really going apoplectic in the next several months. We are at – we're sitting at December 27th, which means um, a year from now we will have decided upon a new president. Maybe it will be Sleepy Joe. Maybe it will be Donald Trump. Who knows? Maybe it will be Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but someone will be preparing for a swearing-in ceremony for the House 
on Pennsylvania Avenue in the District of Columbia. And uh, I want to give you some information that is driving the absolute craziness and panic. According to Real Clear Politics, which, by the way, is a partner, syndication partner of the Ohio Press Network, 67.9%, almost 68% of people believe that the direction of the country is the wrong direction. On immigration, 62% of Americans disapprove. On the economy, 59.7% disapprove. On foreign policy, 60.3% disapprove. On crime, 57% disapprove. On the handling of the Russia-Ukraine situations, 52% disapprove. And are you ready for this? Despite what Corinne Jean-Pierre will tell you from the podium as the press secretary for the White House, Americans, they ain't buying it. They're not buying it. They're not buying that, but but the GDP is up and and unemployment is down. 64.4% of Americans disapprove of the inflation rate. By the time Joe Biden is done, and actually when you unfudge the numbers, you know, GDP includes government spending. So when Biden's Federal Reserve prints money out of thin air, it drives up the GDP. That's not growth, folks. That's deficit spending that you and your kids and their kids are going to pay for. 64% 64% of you aren't, aren't buying it. And right now, nationwide, Trump is at 46.8, Biden 44.5, Trump is up 2.3. If DeSantis and Biden are squaring off, DeSantis is up 0.2. It's a closer race. It's uh, 47 to 46.8. If uh, Nikki Haley wins the Republican nomination, And goes against Joe Biden. As of today, she sits at 45.2 to Biden's 40.3. She's actually up 4.9. So there's panic in the camp. And there's panic because Joe Biden stood before you and said, orange man bad and people who support orange man are the existential threat to our democracy. At the same time, they went to places like Colorado and actually tried to take him off the ballot. I want you to think about that. The people who claim that they want democracy are the people who are going to, as elitists, (laughs) limit your choices because you just don't know any better, dummy. You need us to rely on you. And people aren't buying it. Um, And we're going to talk about what that might look like down the stretch. But up next, I have State Senator Andrew Brenner. He's going to tell us about a crazy swatting incident that happened on Christmas and the day after. So we'll start hour number two with Senator Brenner. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.